can't live with them. Part one. Uh, this is a really serious episode. And they kind of hint at it right in the title, too. Because you can't live without them, either. Oh, this is... This is probably one of the most serious episodes of the show. And... that I mean... There's been some competition, too. But this one gets... It's pretty dark at the end here. It's, it's, it's probably... I think it's, it gets even darker in the second part of it. Because it's all just the build-up to a very sad ending in this episode. And it really took me back. Watching this one, I remembered when I was younger. And, oh, man. Ugh. This is back to Degrassi. I'm your host, Tim McDonald. I got a really good episode. We watched season three, episode one. This is the classic episode where a lot of Wheel's future problems are first set in motion. Right here, we see it all. His grandmother's in it. His parents pass away. It's an incredible episode of Degrassi. They came in hot on season three. They knew they had they had more that they could do with. Just when you thought they were they they had done it all, they really get it started. I was happy to have Jay Freeborn, Amish Patel on. Jay's hilarious stand up. He's just killing it all over Toronto. Amish, he's He's a great stand-up. He's a great producer. He's got his podcast, Looking for Love. You should check that out on iTunes. It's in the new and noteworthy right now. He's a great podcast. Definitely get on that. And, you know, I had a lot of new Twitter followers lately, so I just want to remind people that you can follow the podcast on Twitter at back to degrassi You can follow me on Twitter at TimFMCDonald. I also have a Gmail for the podcast Back to Degrassi at gmail.com. You can send any feedback, questions, anything at all. Just send send my way there. I'd love to uh, hear from some more people. I can maybe add a feedback section eventually to the podcast. That would be pretty cool. Uh, also, I have every episode of the podcast on YouTube. That's my YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash McDonald. And also iTunes, if you guys could... You know, if you've listened to a few episodes and you're a fan of the podcast, then, you know, give it a rate and review of the old Back to Degrassi on iTunes. Five is the number of stars that you should give. And, you know, write a little something. I think I got a few new ones in there. I might read them off in the next couple episodes. As well, the podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day trial with Audible. It costs you nothing. And you the best part is, you get to help support the podcast at the same time. So go to audibletrial.com slash back to Degrassi. You can help out the podcast. Get a free audiobook. It's a good deal, I think. It's a 100% Tim FM McDonald. You don't even need to like pay anything either. You just get... A free book and a free download. You can cancel it before it ends. It's a, it's a great deal. Check it out. I've downloaded a bunch of books from Audible. And the last thing I'll tell you about is every Monday at 10 o'clock at Comedy Bar in Toronto, I co-produce a show called The Game. It's uh, hosted by Nick Martinello, and we have the best stand-up comedians in Toronto come by and do completely improvised sets based on suggestions from the audience. So come on down there, throw a Degrassi suggestion in the bar, or just say hi to me. All right? Good. Let's go back to Degrassi. Degrassi, Degrassi, Degrassi.
This is Back to Degrassi. I'm your host, Tim McDonald. With me this week, I've got a couple of stand-up comedians from Toronto. My first one, Jay Freeborn, man. Thanks for being on. No problem, Tim. This is nice. Yeah, glad to have you here. My second guest, also a stand-up comedian and producer of shows in Toronto, Amish Patel. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thank you for being on here. You're a podcaster as well. Yes, yes. I got the Looking for Love podcast. Yeah, man. Glad to have you on. That's right up there in the new and noteworthy, too, right now. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for not making me have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's better that you say it. No problem. I'm casual. So let me ask you, Amish. Yeah. What was your Degrassi background? What did you know about the show when you were younger growing up? I had I grew up I have two older sisters so they were obsessed I don't know if they were obsessed with it or if I had other cousins who were obsessed with it but I've definitely I feel like I even remember some clips from that show like Mm -hmm. I might have even seen that episode like just been running around while the girls were watching that episode when I was a kid yeah or definitely a lot of it like the girls in my family were obsessed with Degrassi High well this show was just on after school for so long yeah that it, it was just likely at some point it was on while you were in the room just for yeah. years was on Jay what did you know about Degrassi going in um I'd never seen the older ones like I've never seen the ones that we watched like the ones from the 80s and the 90s mm-hmm. I only saw like the the next generations ones and it wasn't even like sit down and watch the episode it was you know when I would get middle school girls would come over to my house and they'd want to watch it and I'd be upset because I wanted to badly finger them. <laughs> ah. So basically you were being cock blocked by Degrassi the next generation. By Drake Damn. which has continued to <laughs> yeah. this day. That, that's going for a while. I feel like people are going to be, co- be cock blocked by Drake for the next 20 years. Is Drake cock blocked? Is, is Drake's not helping anyone get laid with his uh, That's gems? true. He does go know. both ways but I'm sure it's I'm more. sure a few me. people aren't getting laid because other people think they have a chance with Drake on any night. I'm too goofy <laughs> of a white guy to have Drake help me. <laughs> and Amish, you mentioned too, you were actually on an episode of Degrassi The Next Generation. Yeah, that's right. I played a cop uh, on on like maybe a year ago. Maybe, yeah, maybe like last year I played a cop or two years ago I played a cop on a, on a Degrassi Next Generation episode. It was heavy, just like this one that we just watched. It, I guess that's their thing. They stay like heavy on these episodes because in that one, the girl, like the kid's on drugs or something and we had to break into the house and I, I yell. It was great. And, <laughs> and and I went to the studio. It's like a, they just kind of build it all. Like you think that they would go to a house, but no, they build a house. Oh, they did. Really? Which is super old school. That's yeah. very cool. Did your character have a name? Like were you, did I, I'm assuming something pretty racist. Actually. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Were you like cop number three or something? I am assuming that I was cop number three. I might as well have been, but I could have had a name. I could have been Jay. I, I feel like that's a standard name that they give me. Yeah, Jay? Jay? Yeah. Really? Because it's a brown name, because it could be brown name. Yeah, I guess it's better than like, oh, this is Muhammad, or like, yeah. <laughs> so they yeah, just yeah, went yeah. with that. Keep it non-offensive, you know. Uh, and did you guys, either of you guys go to actual junior highs? Yes, I did. You did go to a junior high? Yeah, I went to uh, Air Mills Junior High, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. And that's when we would watch Degrassi. That's uh, when we happened. I went too, but I, we didn't call it that. We called it middle school or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, same thing. Six, seven, it eight, really yeah. is the same thing. Same right? thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, did that. And Jay, actually, you too, you, you're a dog walker in Toronto as yeah. well. And you were saying that you're you're often on Degrassi Street too, Yeah, right? the actual Degrassi Street. There's a dog that I walk there and there's this little parquet that is dedicated to the teacher and slash first producer of uh, the kids of Degrassi Street. Oh. And there's a big picture and there's like this infographic about how he inspired them. And now apparently he was on some of the episodes Mm -hmm. and how a lot of the first filming of uh, the kids of Degrassi Street was in his house and... 
Oh. Like it's a really beautiful thing that's very heavy to read like at nine in the morning when you're walking like this old 15 year old dog that's oh. probably going to die soon oh. and you're reading about this guy but like it's all good because drugs yeah, and stuff. Are thinking about life and everything? And yeah, when you saw the front of the school too when we were watching the episode you thought that was familiar, right? Yeah, it does look familiar. Uh, I think I might have seen it a, you were saying in a topical but there also is one that is by Degrassi Street that looks a lot like that. Yeah. They didn't film the school at Degrassi for some no. reason no they yeah. filmed at this school in Etobicoke well they just do outside shots of a place and then you when you cut to the scenes yeah you're, like you're inside, inside they're all inside so do you know studio. if the outside shot is because it looks very the similar. outside it's the same school that they shoot at apparently oh, okay. yeah yeah well, uh, uh, that's I what I've like heard all schools at that period were kind of built to look the same yeah yeah they it were was, like <clears> let's <throat> match Degrassi they can come shoot here no <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I remember I went to like a, my elementary school was one to eight and it was like brand new when I went there in grade one. And it was it looks so different than all the other older schools. I remember it's like generational when they yeah, put yeah, in a new school. So. They're like, hey, let's, uh, let's upgrade this design here. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is the 90s here. <laughs> so that was my elementary school. All right, let's get into this episode. It's Can't Live With Them, part one. OK. Oh. It first aired November 28th, 1989. Wow. So and- this is. Some old television here, old can old CanCon for you. Yeah, and, I, and they're 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 letting you know, in the title, you know, that's deep. Yeah, they are. Imagine if they, imagine if they made made part two can't live without them. Like so, yeah. They, uh, episode one, I think. Then you know, better. yeah, yeah. Recounting the years, Jay. <laughs> I was counting the months because I was like in my mom's uterus for two months when this was made. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> So this is, can't this, fault him for not seeing it's it. One, I guess. This episode is one Jay Freeborn old. <laughs> yeah. Basically. So long it is. And this one, so it opens up at Wheels' house, the opening yep. scene, and he's just come home mm-hmm. late from hanging out with Joey. Yeah. Apparently this has been going on all summer, and his parents have had enough, and they ban him from hanging out with yeah. Joey. But I want all the listeners to know that his parents are sweet and lovely people. That's going to come up later. They are fantastic human beings. They're they're great. They're worried about him. They're like, listen, we're worried. They're, they, they seem to be in love with each other. It seems to be a very nice family. <laughs> and they really are like, listen, we don't want you hanging out with him, young man. And then he gets upset. You, you remember what he said, right? When he stormed off? I think wheels. What do you say? Parents just don't understand. No, oh, we so both thought it was the Will Smith line. Where it's he's not. Like, it's not. It's parents. parents. So unfair, yeah, which is yeah. like writing so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just very oh, stupid parents. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And he, but he says it to them. Like yeah. they definitely heard him. He's <laughs> just yeah. like complaining. But it made me think of that Will Smith song. Parents don't go. Parents just don't understand. Yeah, totally. There was a lot happening. Did you guys? Did you guys have any friends? Who you're, would you guys ever get banned from hanging out from a, with a certain friend? Oh, oh shit! All the time. All the time. Yeah. I, all the time. I had a guy when I was growing up. He's in jail now. Oh, my parents were right about him. Okay, <laughs> my parents were absolutely correct about him. And I remember being a kid, just like that wheel. Is it wheels? Mm-hmm. I was just like him. I was like, he's cool, white eyed. He's the best. I thought, like, we just thought he was the coolest. He was the leader of the pack. And then he, it just got worse and worse and worse. I had two two best friends. One went to private school, and then this one just got more and more thugged out over <laughs> the years. And uh, it got to the point where, like, me and the other buddy, we got a random phone call from him, just random, like. He he lost his social skills too, but he he you'd pick up the phone and be like, yo, you want to buy a gat? A gun? Yeah. He tried to and he didn't even say hey. It's my, like he didn't say his name, how you been, whatever. It's just like, yo, <laughs> yo, you there? Yo, you want a gat? Yo, 
yo, it's Ranji, guy. And like, and we're just like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, we're normal human beings. And uh, we obviously don't need a gun, but that's, yeah, that guy was in and out of jail for a while. So I can see why your parents didn't let you hang out with them. Totally. They were right. I was wrong as a kid. It sounds like he was jerking off into the phone while trying to sell you a gun. <laughs> Something. He was, he was just, he had that fat breath. He had that fat breath yeah. and too much weed, I think. I remember when I was in high school because like I was into, I got into being like, you know, pop punk stuff, I guess. So I would like have blonde, spiky hair. I was kind of the friend that people didn't want. <laughs> their really? Other parents, yeah. yeah. But you're so like, like I know, oh, and cute, like, I know. Him. Yeah. But they were, but uh, they would judge me for my appearance. Then when they got to know me, they'd be down with me. But I remember my parents would do it too with this other kid, John, who like didn't smoke or drink. But they, like I got busted smoking weed. They were like, "It's that John." I'm like, "No, it's not. He doesn't." <laughs> like, no, it was me, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're so judgmental. <laughs> I was hanging yeah. out with like drug dealers and like homeless kids, mm-hmm. in, like grade eight and grade nine. <laughs> wow. And so I was like. Really really bad and what was weird was that i was hanging out with like kids that were on the honor roll but then i'd be like okay i'm going to hang out at alex's house and mm-hmm. then like you'd just be chopping cocaine <laughs> oh, we're like wow. 14 you wow, have like rings on and shit Jesus super Christ. fat also were... so funny i just hung out with whoever was funny you were yeah. living life at 14 14 eh? well like wow. he was and i was just kind of there like you know turtle from entourage like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. kind of how i was because i didn't do anything most namely drugs yeah. but alex would just be like yeah just like throw my... i remember one time i was at his house and uh, I was like, what the hell is this? And it was like a metal, like kind of like a clip for something that was supposed to hang on it. Like something was supposed to hang on it. It was more like a, uh, like what you'd hang from like a windowsill, like a hook. But he'd use it as like a clip for money. <laughs> and it was full. And this thing was like three or four inches like diameter. And I was like, what is this? And he screamed at me, don't touch that. It took me an hour to get all the money to fit in it. Oh my God. Wow. That's a hard guy. And that was at like 14. It was weird. I had the thugs in grade two. Before at grade two. Grade two. What are grade two thugs going to do? Well, okay. So the the first neighborhood I grew up in, uh, it was all like Hell's Angels and the moms were strippers. Whoa. And the daughters would do weird shit. They they got molesty. Because they were like grade four and I was grade two. But we moved out of there. Where was this? This is Brampton. It was Brampton near Queen and Main. It was near these. There's two strip clubs there. They're still there, I think. Fuck, what are they called? Ugh. The Sword and Shield, I think, is the strip is the is the Brampton Strip Club. Yeah, Sword that's a Shield, fucking eh? weird strip club. I name. think it's called the Sword and Shield. And then there's the Fox's Den, which was like the the male strippers are in there, and it's like right beside. Wait, the wait, wait. So you're saying the the Sword and Shield is the female strippers, and the Fox's <laughs> Den is for the male strippers. I think it was Sword and Shield. Fox's Den, hundred percent. And it was I remember it was attached, and it was like both the same building, and they had like hotel rooms upstairs. They must have had Fox. so many straight men going into the Fox's Den, being surprised. Yeah, because if you had yeah. to pick, like that one, like Sword and Shield sounds like a pub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sword and Shield just sounds like a pub. It does. <laughs> I mean, it was just a pub. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a problem. I mean, she's it just not like allowed a, in those places. I don't. <laughs> so off of Wheel's line, where he's like, "Parents, so unfair." The intro kicks in, and that's like a pretty old-fashioned intro. But you guys kind of, you guys, I are, dug it. Yeah, you guys. It was it. really impressive for well, because like you got to remember that I'm like just about as old as this. I couldn't do that now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm very impressed, and like, um, I don't know what their budget was. But the first thing I did notice about the show was like, oh, like everyone is so ugly. 
So I assume their budget is very low. So it seems well, like they spent it all on the intro. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely like a homegrown cast. Of, yeah. they were they're yeah. all kids who are like they're playing their age as well. Yeah. You're yeah. not the first guys to mention. They're like, oh yeah, they did not. They did not care about as, <laughs> uh, getting not, actor casting actors. No, they, no, they did not. Well, I think they the were, acting is fine. It's just like it was really real more so it. of a self esteem boost. Like I would have probably been like the top ten most attractive person on the show. Yeah, and I'm not that. Same with the meat. Actually, all of us comparatively yeah. to like wheels. Yeah, wicked we're better hot. looking. We're better looking people. Or, or yeah, like they took some chance because this show. This is the third season. So think about it. they took. They're guessing like. Two three years ago, like, are these kids gonna be cute in a few years? Oh, like, they're yeah. literally they're going through puberty yeah. on the yeah. show. I would say Joy Jeremiah is the hot one, and then the, 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 there's two girls. There was one girl that the guy sat beside that Jay noticed, even though she's 14 years old. Hey, uh, whatever, bro. Sorry to call you out like that. And <laughs> then fine. and then there was the black girl who was cute. Lucy. She oh. was cute. Uh, I've noticed also 12 years old. Apparently. Yeah, also 12 years old. We're no, I have no idea. I just want to talk well, Listen, yeah, I mean, like the kids are probably like 15, 16, and actually a little, little young to really be. It's weird because like I watched the show when I was younger, so I remember my crushes. Yeah. on them yeah. at that time. I yeah. wasn't yeah. even really talking about the kids. It was the parents that were remarkably disgusting. The parents were hideous. Yeah, they were yeah. Really so they deserve whatever happens. It's to them. an ugly bunch on there. Doing. It's an ugly bunch. And <laughs> Canadian shows back then had hot people. Like remember, um, uh, what's the what's the high school where they're all on a ship together? Well, that's, that's, that's like 15 years later, though. Oh, Breaker really? High, yeah. that, that was a hot show. Yeah, I okay. mean Ryan Gosling. Was yeah, on Ryan that show. Gosling. Fucking Ryan Gosling was yeah, on Ryan that. Yeah, Ryan Gosling was on. He was constantly he wearing was, those, like, that shell necklace. Yeah, the guy who played um, his friend, too. Oh, like, the fat one. Yeah, he, he's, he's made it in Hollywood, too. Yeah, he was on that show Reaper and some other yeah. stuff. Yeah, and so he, uh, Best Friend Down was the most recent movie. Yeah, so that's... Wow. Some other can Okay, so this episode, when it comes out of the intro, uh, the kids are all arriving at school. It's the first day of the new year. We left off last season where the grade nines are now... Still at Degrassi, they've made additional space for them, and they're being bussed over to the high school really? as we find out it. So it, it arrives, and first thing that happened is Joey meets up with uh, Wheels and Snake as they're walking in, and he does the classic "Hey dudes," which sounded like so eighties of the yeah, time. That 80s. Hey dudes, especially hopping off a skateboard the way he did. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because this is like the Simpsons isn't even on yet, and it's yeah. he's kind of like a real life Bart Simpson. He is a Bart Joey. Simpson, and he I don't think he knows really like he's not a skateboarder. That's maybe the most, like, he's kind of like, it was literally like, okay, and action. And he rolled for like two seconds and jumped off, I think. Yeah, he does like a little bit of skateboarding, but it's never like, I'm not impressed. He pushes Mongo, which is like most people push on, with their back foot, and he pushes with the front, with foot? front foot, which is really weird. Like people Wait, do, what did you say? What the hell's Mongo? Pushing Mongo on a skateboard is like most people will push with their back foot. So they're, they're you know, you're riding like this and... You're pushing with your back foot. Is Mongo short for Mongoloid, like calling him retarded? I, I don't know. It's just a weird Mongolian is probably what it's short for. Like, but, but how does Mongolian mean you're going with your front foot? Buddy, this is you've been calling people retarded for pushing you're on the wrong foot for no, years. Just, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, maybe I don't know where the where it came from, but it means like <laughs> it just means pushing on the weird foot. Yeah, he wasn't a skateboarder. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's more. Also, who dressed him? You're going Mongo. <laughs> yeah, he was. Him and the guy, the Capri pants. The tall guy with the Capri pants? That was snake. I the still floral, don't know what Capri's are. The floral pattern Capri. Capri pants are just like those short, like the, pants? the moms wear. The, the moms wear their like ankle high. Oh, that's what that is. Long, and they're, and long they're like, shorts. But more, more importantly, they're fitted. Like they're not like, like thugs will wear, thugs will wear shorts that low, but they're big jean shorts. These oh. are like fitted floral pattern yeah. shorts. Down to your ankles. And that was Snake? No, it was the taller guy. 
Scooter? No. Or was that Snake? Was that Snake? The yeah, taller guy. Yeah, tall Snake one. with the red what hair. What the hell is his nickname Snake? I don't know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's something that's kind of come up too. All the people who have nicknames have like nicknames for people who are usually like thugs in prison. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got Snake over there. We got Weedles. He's, he's going to help us break <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to call Spike in to really get out of here. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> Spike, Snake, Scooter. Yeah, yeah. So Joey finds out that. Uh, that Wheels yeah. isn't allowed to hang out with him anymore. Oh, I like how he says, stand back. Don't get any closer. <laughs> oh, right. Parents. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. that's right. Because Snake that's starts saying him. it right away when he's approaching. He's like, what, what gives? <laughs> what <laughs> gives, bro? Yeah, yeah. And Joey, of course, always thinking about himself, is like, oh, great. Now we can't record our demo album, which is like their big goal. Yep. So he pretty much just moves it forward. Also, I noticed when they're walking into the school, there's a girl, Nancy, who's just always like a background character, pretty much. She's <laughs> running she's running for president. Always. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, I, I could just imagine, like, all, all every episode of the season is going to be her, like, vote for me. I'm still running for president. <laughs> so then we go inside the school. It's the hallway. Yeah. And there's this character, Arthur, who's got this really nice leather jacket on. Is it that nice? I, I guess it's like a, what do they call that, a bomber jacket? Yeah, and he it, has the pilot okay. scarf, too. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, he so has the scarf thing. Because oh, what cued me off is when the when his Asian buddy puts his hand around his shoulder very awkwardly and oh. says, Hey, bro, is that leather? Where are you getting all this money? <laughs> yeah, he's... Like, we, right away, he's getting in, he's like... He does comment on it the whole he, episode. He's commenting on the whole episode. Wait, are you guys rich or what? Yeah. There was also, uh, when they were walking inside too, Jay, you noticed there was this kid walking up the steps who had like bright blonde hair. Yeah. You're like, who is this albino kid? Yeah. <laughs> and then when it cuts inside uh, after that exchange with he Arthur is and you. Bar- well, Bartholomew. pretty much. He's, he's like so transparent or translucent. <laughs> the only reason I noticed is because my girlfriend has a phobia of albino people. Oh, really? Yeah, she's terrified of albinos. Whoa, isn't that called racism? <laughs> it is basically racism, but it's so much funnier because nobody else is afraid of them. Because imagine I was just like, I have a phobia of black people. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty like, much that. It's so great. It's so funny because... I have a phobia of all Asians, and I don't want to touch them or go near them. <laughs> like, it's almost being like afraid. It's like a physical ailment. It's like, oh, I'm afraid of people with Down syndrome. Like, yeah. Pretty much, exactly. It's like she's afraid of the disability, but like so much so that like... At night, when we're about to go to sleep, if I turn the lights off and I go, there's probably an albino outside, she goes, stop, stop. Like, she will lose her mind. <laughs> oh my God. So I noticed that shit all the time. Plus, there was a, this movie that I was obsessed with, but I can't remember the title. So really, I guess I wasn't that obsessed. <laughs> it's where that the guy from, um, what's his name? Uh, it's about this albino kid who goes to a high school, a private school, and he gets bullied, but he has like special powers. It's, it's powder, like Amisha. Yeah. Powder. Is that what oh, really? <laughs> I yeah, know yeah it. it's powder. I yeah. did not know that. I just and then, so when they, powder. in the There's next scene, they do say, yeah, yeah, we'll get back to it, I guess. Oh, that's yeah. good. He is a total powder looking motherfucker here. <laughs> yes. And we find out that his name is Bartholomew, which again, Bond, too. Bartholomew Bond. And you never hear. Like that name, really? I guess no, outside of the no. since the Simpsons, so I found that funny. I was like, "Wow, Bart!" And he doesn't like being called Bart. Specifically, yeah. he mentions he's very kid. sophisticated. Yeah, no, very... they call him Barney, right? No, Bart. Bar- Barty. Try to call him Barty. Barty. Hmm. Oh, that's come funny. here, Barty. Barty, even that's the weirder abbreviation for Bartholomew. And yeah. Arthur says, "Oh, you've come to the right place. I'm the chairman of the welcoming committee." Yeah. And Nick says, "I'm the co-chairman," because at the beginning of season one. Joey Jeremiah introduced himself to Arthur and Yick as the chairman of the welcoming committee uh, and locked them in a closet. Uh, so now it comes full circle and Arthur and Yick 
are wow. leading Bartholomew to be locked in the closet, just like Joey did to Planning them. Planning ahead. And that's Planning why they, they lock him in there, and when they're walking away to leave him and they hear him calling out, they remember what it was like when they were in that situation. And they oh, feel I have so a theory that like when he's calling out and the door shaking, that he's using his mind to shake the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Albino yeah. special powers. Hence why my girl is totally allowed to be afraid of them, because they are <laughs> freaks of nature. Yeah. They could kill you. I definitely think, and like the way that, that this kid is, like... There's something different about him. He's got a very, very powder vibe to him. Yeah, he's, he has a like a case, like a briefcase, but like one of those plastic ones that they used to keep connects in. Do you guys remember? <laughs> yeah, that? yeah, yeah. And an umbrella, and a huge white person afro. Yeah, psycho he's, he's albino weird. He's got a lot going on. A lot going on with that kid. Oh, the other thing too is this is uh this is very season one and two when they lock him in the closet they call him a broomhead. Which is just like a diss that the writers made up for this show because they want like you know we can't say shit or asshole. What are they gonna call each yeah, other? Yeah, broomhead. Depending on what your hair looks like, it's very apt. True. Yeah. True. Right. Like a white chick with fucking uh, dreads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> broomhead. Broomhead. That's a broomhead. And also, I guess because they're locking him in a closet with the brooms. Yeah, that's a nice running joke. I didn't yeah. know, know about that. That was lovely. I like how we're complimenting such a shitty writing <laughs> job. Like, oh, okay. Well, it makes me. I find it funny, and that's actually something too that uh, you'll see commented a lot, like on the Degrassi message boards that I go to and talk about the wow. show. And I was glad though because I found out the answer. Like I talked to someone who was on the show, and they definitively said it was a creation of the writer. So I was glad. Wow. I'm fucking. I'm, Wait, who did you talk to on the show? Uh, she's not on it anymore. She's the character who's mentioned in passing as leaving, which it's we'll crazy. get to. Oh, Stephanie. Yes, that's right. We'll get to that it's crazy one. Crazy the online characters that are online people that are obsessed with TV shows and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're like obsessed with it to the point where like, oh, I created a forum, and well, I mean, I guess we're doing a podcast. Yeah, Tim yeah. is that person that well, we're talking about right now. I say, uh, I go, I check out the IMDb forum. It's got a pretty active community, and Reddit Degrassi, which is kind of more Reddit Degrassi is more all of Degrassi, like. The next generation and the previous uh, one. Yeah. There, there Do you might think be more. You'll next... Go all the way through to that. What you, oh, with the podcast. I'm not planning on doing the next generation, but you never know. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Is Please. the next generation? Does it hold up? Uh, yeah, that's the thing because now, now that show is more than ten years old too. Oh my god! Because so, like, think about how long ago Drake was on it. Like, I think I was. So then, what did I shoot last year or two years ago? You shot the next generation, oh, so but it's just it's, been. Oh, it's, it's been on for ten years. Yeah, it was on when I was in middle school. Oh shit. It's been on for so long. Ten years. It's yeah. a, it's an it's an institution. I gotta say, every kid on that show was trying to be a musician. Oh of, really? Because of Drake, I swear. Yeah, because <laughs> every kid. Was, well, I'm in a band. I don't know. Like uh, my buddy was in the show, and he was saying that like every single actor on the show is just like, well, but you know, this is okay. But I got my band, and you know, I'm, I'm a rapper or whatever. You know, like like Drake trying to follow those Drake. Footsteps. They're hoping. They're hoping. Um, and also, so it goes to the grade seven class. Oh, I should mention actually, Arthur and Yick let Bartholomew out of the closet. But when they show him that where the class is, they they send him to the eighth grade class with them. Yeah, because they don't. They feel like locking him in the closet is too mean. It's too mean. But they still want to embarrass him He's, and assert dominance. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, they still send him to the wrong class. We got to be alphas. We're grade eight now. Yeah. Which well, just- they got bullied, and the, the, it's a very smart commentary on the circular nature of. <laughs> The pecking order. Yes. Yes. So when it goes to the grade seven class, there's these two characters. They're very briefly in the episode, Melanie and Kathleen. And Kathleen's like, you know what? I'm going to run for president of student council. And Melanie's like, oh, I'll help you. I'll be your campaign manager. And (laughs) Kathleen's like, no, I got it. I'll do it all myself. Wow. Which is Kathleen's just known for for being like. A cunt. She's mean. Essentially, yes. I've never seen the show before. Mean white girl. 
kind of. That's the mean white yeah, girl. Yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah. She, she is, was. She was mean. But she has a real. I mentioned this a lot on the podcast. But she has a really sad backstory where her mother's a drunk. She's like, is anyone normal issues. on this show? Can She's someone an anorexic. Be yeah, no one's no one's normal. Nobody no. in this high school. What well, is when you this think high about school? real life too, nobody really is normal. No, but nobody has specific. Nobody has these excuses for not being normal. It's like everyone here has an excuse. Oh, my mom's an alcoholic. Someone died. My parents died. I think died, that in real life, we just don't say the excuses. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't even really see them. Yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah, because I, I feel like my life is pretty fucking good. But I guess I... Because it's not like Joey Jeremiah ever knows about Kathleen's eating disorder. It's exactly. like Melanie. Friend, you know what I mean? You only know about the people you know, but like disconnected from you all over. There's yes. stuff happening. Yeah, I'm sure there's something that serious that happened to you in high school that... Totally and affected else, you, but you might not even have any realization. Like, remember that time an albino picked you up with his mind and then wiped your memory of it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, right. So then when it goes to so the, in the back of the classes, it's starting. Uh, Arthur and Yick <laughs> are like, well, we're the cool fucking grade eights now. Where are we going to sit? Like, we got to sit in the back of the class now. Tough guys at the back. And this is one. where Yick asks about, about Stephanie, his older sister, because she was, like, the main character for season one and two, pretty much. Really? She left the show to be on a, another series at this time. Okay. What, what series was it? I think it was called Against the Ropes. It was, like, another Canadian show. Against the Ropes yeah, or she, Against All Odds? Against the Ropes, I think. Okay. It was, like, something to do with... A, I, I don't remember. Trevor Thompson gave a great explanation of it on episode uh, five, I believe, or four. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, she left. She gambled. She's actually the Degrassi character who I spoke to as well, Nicole Stoffman. And, uh, yeah, her, it didn't on work out. On the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked oh, to her. Oh, okay. It didn't work out, but, I mean, what would she have done here? She would have been on for another how many seasons? Yeah, maybe... She, I mean... How many seasons... How many more seasons of Degrassi came out back then? Three more seasons of this run of oh, it. Wow. But maybe she would have been a future a character. But she's she's happy now with her life and everything. How many more episodes a season? In this so this season has thirteen episodes, I believe. Do you know what they were paid? Like I would figure that you might even know that. Uh I don't know, but I mean I'm sure they were getting scale. Like or like yeah, they, they were uh, getting T V actors in Canada get paid shit, man. Yeah. I, I hate doing t- television because when because you the paycheck on a TV gig is like two hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas a commercial, you get like five thousand dollars. Yeah, commercials like, are amazing. Commercials That's are what you amazing. want to score. Yeah. Plus, it's only one day. Where it's like, yeah. it's just a different thing. So yeah, they explain that Steph is now gone to a private school, and again, Yick's asking, "Oh, isn't that expensive? Where'd you get the money for that?" And she's like, "Oh, yeah, she's got to wear high socks now and a skirt." <laughs> and just kind of like plays yeah. it off. Yeah. Oh, is that why they're doing the he ha- you like why do you have so much money now thing just to be like oh because my sister went to private school like you know what I mean? Is I that- think they wanted to. Oh. I think it served two purposes: explaining why Steph is gone, and also like hinting Some, at him having money. Something's gonna come up, or or no. Now, future episode something comes up about that right about what about him having too much money well it comes up later in this episode i don't know it's just i don't know why they made him have more money it's not it's like it's not a, a story it's not like it's really hard to kill off a 14 year old girl because that's normally what writers will do on tv shows if a yeah. character like if an actor leaves they'll be like oh they died like charlie sheen like oh he died mm-hmm. and that's yeah. why he wasn't back on two and a half but sometimes well, they won't even mention it too like in family matters where they or even on degrassi like another character rick is gone they don't mention that. They're not like Rick. Went but to a Rick run. wasn't the main character. You were just saying that Stephanie was the main character for two True, seasons. True, she was the main yeah, character. She's the main character. So basically, it looks to me like instead of just saying, "Oh, my sister went to private school," they played it up like, "Oh, why is your jacket leather? You got a lot of money. Private school, you have a lot of money. The next thing, you have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah." yeah. And then the lottery thing. 
Sorry for the spoiler on that. <laughs> but it's basically all within this episode. Yeah, no, I was like, no spoiler really. Um, okay. I can't. I can't, this whole this whole show is a spoiler it really and is a nonstop spoiler. And yeah, also, yeah. it's a twenty eight year old, twenty six year old show. So yeah, twenty six years old. Yeah, <laughs> you but have I, a lot of chances. I do got to say that that first character's parents were such sweethearts, <laughs> weren't they? Lovely. So <laughs> ugly. What a, what a fantastic. Unattractive. Animal. Their kid. The <laughs> loveliest ugly people. To be fair though, they yes. did adopt wheels. Has come out. <laughs> oh, that's why. Because oh, they, they didn't want to create more ugly. Yeah. See, nature said that they cannot reproduce naturally. <laughs> well, mostly because they're so ugly that every time they tried, they failed. <laughs> oh God. So when Joey walks into the class, <laughs> he kicks Arthur out of a spot in the back row, Ouch. which I found this so stupid because like Arthur is actually taller and heavier than Joey. Like he could for sure. Yeah, but in high school you're afraid of older people. <laughs> I guess so. You know. But as soon as Mr. Radich, the teacher, walks in, he sends Joey up to the front and makes uh, switches him spots with Arthur. So yeah. a little little so comeuppance for him. So then it cuts to the great... and he totally oh, got sorry. to sit beside a hot girl. See, yeah, Who that's was, a great point. Great she point was to like mention. Looking at him too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a link, a look there, which is there was uh, a look. Is that preemptively? Yeah, they, like Joey and and Caitlin have the uh, like the Zach and Kelly from Saved by the Bell really? kind of relationship on the show. Yeah, well, Kelly's hot in both instances. Oh yeah, Caitlin was like when I was younger, she was the girl who I had a crush on. Oh, uh, she was. She, Tim, how old are you? Just so I'm thirty two. Also, like you were watching this as a kid. Uh, yeah, I still watched it after school. Like I was a little young then when it was coming out. My 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 older brother and sister would watch it, and so I would kind of see it. But I was still like eight when the high school one. So it was after school when I was like eleven, twelve. That's yeah. when I was watching it. Just nice. about to go into high school and all that. I went. It just seemed different too because I went to a one to eight school. So this junior high seemed like a like a pre high school that I never had. So there seemed yeah. like something cool about it. Um. So it's, it's Mr. Garcia. He's like a new teacher, which is funny because we've always seen just Mr. Radich and Miss Avery for the most part. Yeah. And they, as soon as he walks in, the one girl. So she, tall. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> no. He is just like a 50-year-old pudgy old black man. I know. I think like he's just, like Mexican because Garcia. Might, Garcia, yeah. Garcia, not, but like just not. I don't, like it doesn't. He doesn't, wasn't that tall. It's not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He wasn't that. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. What you're yeah. But regardless of the background, he was just not like a hot guy. Like he was just like a pudgy-looking old man. Like it's a so monotone too. Well, so to boring and class. glasses and a weird chin beard thingy. And this girl's like, he's so tall. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, and then why are they checking out the teacher? Like this <laughs> week already. Ha- he just has them all sit down, and then Wheels and Snake enter a bit late, and he's just like, oh, no, boys, don't. Like it ha- it's just like such a quick little scene that they're doing like okay we're gonna bust you to the high school it's like an actor that realizes he's only getting paid scale <laughs> yeah uh and then it goes back to the the grade eight class and mr radish is taking attendance he says is there anyone who wasn't on the list bartholomew raises his hand yeah and finds out that he's in the wrong class i think yeah. you skipped one of the best parts of the whole show oh for what me, was that which is when the albino mm-hmm opens up a comic book and it's superman oh it's a little bit later <laughs> is it yeah and it it's a little bit oh well, maybe not keep going maybe i'm wrong and then it's right when he sits down in the class before <laughs> uh the teacher comes in and he opens up a comic book and it's superman no but jay isn't that when he goes up to the other class no i don't think it is because it's the black kid scooter that also opens up the superman yeah oh. but that's when he gets to the grade seven class no i don't think so because no, it would have been eight. yeah because scooter is a great and eight. it was like oh. this moment i was just like this is martin luther king jr's dream it was beautiful it was really beautiful there's two two nerdy kids just two, one black yeah, one white just, one just living in virgins harmony. for as long as humanly <laughs> yeah. possible before they pay for it <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, that's a great. That is a great. And moment. and he defended him when they he made did. fun of him. Yeah, that's right. He was like, "Leave him alone. It's not easy being him." What did he say? Yeah, that's right. Because um, Scooter, when when Radich points out that he's in the wrong class, yeah. everybody's laughing. Everybody like, laughed. Oh, wrong. Yeah. Didn't know where you're going on the. Oh, what a lose! Like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, hey, "He didn't know." And then and then uh, what's his name? What's the other guy's name? Scooter. Scooter just pipes right in and says, "Leave him alone." He's yeah. a sweet. I love those scenes in movies where like some kid gets laughed at and then another kid goes, "Don't laugh at him. He's my friend." That's the cutest <laughs> thing in the world, isn't it? And yes. so many movies have it. It's like automatic endearing moment in a movie. Just have a kid defend another kid. Leave her alone. Leave him alone. It's my brother. You stop it. And it's just so automatic cuteness. I love it because in real life that never happens. It's it's never someone like leave him alone. It's always like hit him. <laughs> It's it's always just like everyone just shuts the fuck up. Nobody and nobody watches. defends other people. Everyone World just watches. Star. I think you'd just be like, oh, you're in the wrong class, man. You got to go to another one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Also, actually, you actually get are worth laughing at because you're a freaky albino. Oh, my yeah, God. that's true. <laughs> yeah. And when so Radish leads him out and points him in the right way. And when yeah. Radish comes back in, he kind of like taps Arthur and Yick on the shoulders, like kind of implying that he knew knew it was them. He knew which... it was them that tricked him into coming in. Yeah. yeah. Also, the teacher's really the bully in this situation. Yeah, he like, kept calling him Bond. Mr. Bond. Mr. Mr. Bond. Bond referencing Oh, it. yeah, that joke killed in the class. Yeah. Like, everyone loved yeah. that. Killed so much that he did oh, it four oh, times. Oh, yeah, it was seven, four times. He did it four times. <laughs> he didn't need to do it the fourth time. Yeah, Rule he really... Threes, buddy. Radish, Radish, <laughs> Radish, don't, don't, don't milk it. Like, Jesus. So when they're the students are at the high school, kind of getting a tour around. This is the grade nines. Mr. Garcia's leading them uh, through, and Wheels and Snake are kind of talking about initiation. They're like, "Oh man, I heard my brother has said that people had to push pennies across the hall, and like they're really worried about initiation." Yeah. And then when they walk by some older from some some grade tens, I guess they're like, "Oh, we're gonna." They're they basically taunting they them. They say, with it, it. "Yeah, yeah, minor niners, <laughs> minor niners. We're gonna, we're gonna like whatever. What is it called? Initiate, Haze. initiate, Haze, yeah. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Initiation. Did you guys get initiated when you went into high school? No, we were terrified of it, but nothing happened. I was like as tall as I am now, six feet. Oh, okay. So nobody really screwed with me. Also, like I like I told you, I was friends with a lot of drug dealers, so nobody mm. screwed with me. But I did know a few guys, and it was like bad. We were the year that caused initiations to be if you initiated, you were expelled because they tricked a kid to come out to the woods, and they tied him to a tree, covered him with honey, and then threw stuff at him, and then <laughs> left him oh there God. all night. So he was out there for like, and it was cold, it's September, and they'd stripped him down. So he was only in boxers and they had like drawn on him in permanent marker. It was really like they deserved kind of to go to jail. Yeah. But the guy was a jerk. So I was like, this is good. This is a good plan. I wish that there were bears in those woods for the honey. <laughs> I that just, sounds awful. Yeah, we just had like people had uh, nines written on their forehead. That's pretty much as far as ours yeah. went in school. Yeah. I think, I think like teachers caught wind of it and then they had little meetings like, listen, this is all you're allowed to do. And then five people had a nine on their forehead or something yeah like and it's stupid. not it's not like everyone it's just like a few people get it yeah the, it's like the weakest of the herd yes like. exactly yeah and what else? i don't only- like that the black girl automatically saw the other black dude who looked goofy as fuck and he, he was a very urkel looking dude he yes. was an urkel looking guy and that cute black girl was just like oh my god look at that cute guy just because he's black, I hated that shit. When I was, I remember being in crews of guys and girls, and if I was the brown guy, there's one other brown girl. No matter how mismatched we are in our looks, mm-hmm. some fucking girl would be like, "Oh my god, you guys should totally date." Why? 
Because we're both brown, God yes. damn it. We have nothing. I'm trying to date this fucking girl, you <laughs> asshole. I always have the Stop problem it. where like people are just trying to set me up with really good looking people because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Real problem. You know, I'm like, you know what? Just because we're both so good looking <laughs> doesn't mean we it, have to get together. It, we, we care about more than just that. Okay, guys? Mm-hmm. Come on. I, I, I feel you. <laughs> um, so it goes back to uh, the hallway at Degrassi. Time's moving really quick, really okay. quick at yeah, this point. Yeah, I think point. we're halfway through the episode. Yeah, we're, we're in the in the day. So uh, when Joey's there, Caitlin walks by him, and he's giving her hardcore eyes again. And right when Wheels and Snake walk up to him, he's like, "Oh, what do you guys think of Caitlin?" And they're just like, "Oh, you'll go with you'll go for anything with legs, Jeremiah." <laughs> wow, I know. At thirteen, eight, how old but is he? But she's clearly attractive. Yeah, I guess it's just like the stigma of the, Joey Jeremiah of of the of the girl you're younger. Oh, she's younger. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I keep forgetting that. I didn't really know anybody that got held back. I didn't Me think that neither. was a thing. Yeah, I didn't think so it either. It seems like it's just a plot device in this because normally teachers are just like, I don't want to ever have to see this kid again. Let's pass <laughs> yeah. Mr. Radich really cares, though. He's like a good... See, we, this is what we too, we real. I didn't realize when I was younger, but when we were watching the finale, Joey doesn't get failed because he didn't pass. Like, he does just pass, but he's going to go into the remedial program. And they talked to with his parents, and it's like you didn't study or do anything, and you're you're gonna pass if you had studied and applied yourself, then you'd actually get good grades and could be in like the advanced. So that's why he's held back to whoa to go to the advanced. It's not just so because he smart. failed. He's smart. Maybe that's has- gonna screw up his life way more than getting crappy grades in middle school. Because honestly, like I got so horrible grades in middle school, and look at me now. I'm a dog walker. It- Case in point. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> and I'm living below the poverty line. And I asked him if I could eat here for the rest of the week. <laughs> that would be a sad, sad decision if you did that. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, not much to eat here. So uh, they also, the Zits make plans to uh, to to record that evening. They're going to totally disobey Wheels' parents. Oh. He's going to hang the out lovely, with them. The lovely, lovely parents, though. Yep. So Can I just ugly. reiterate how sweet they were? <laughs> Weren't they the sweetest couple? Ugliest. And, and they adopted him too. That makes and, incredible and adoptive parents. But and the whole episode, Joey and the Zits are just like, oh, parents are the. I can't. I hate my parents. Oh, I oh. Love this. All, <laughs> so funny. All three of them are just ripping on parents. Yeah. The whole episode. Yeah. It goes, be great to with move these out? lovely parents the whole time. Okay. So it cuts to them recording their song. This, this is the thing too that I, I mentioned every episode the Zits come up to. They have one song. It's thirty seconds long. It's just like <laughs> intro verse, <laughs> chorus, <laughs> one song. <laughs> they have one thirty second start. So bad. Also, I feel like it's so. What bad. is it? Everyone wants a piece. What is it? <laughs> it Everybody wants something. Everybody, Everybody wants something so good. See, I did a better version than them. You did. <laughs> also, wow. I love how just incredibly average it is yeah it's not it's, like everybody wants love to do you know what i mean even that would be it still is open wow, but that's an improvement too you guys both it? made improvements on the song because you were just talking you're right it's like everybody wants something, something. You know, yeah something. everybody wants something just something uh technically you are correct it yes, feels like we're at the does. dumbest ad agency in the world because like everybody wants something so get Get into gear. <laughs> Get into gear for what the summer season. What a bad Jeep commercial. <laughs> so their mom, Joey's mom, yells down and is like, "All right, guys, time to end it." And they're just gonna go. 
listen back to the tape. Joey starts rewinding. He's like, oh, we're going to be famous by Christmas with this demo tape. They always think that it's just like, boom, boom, record this demo, do a music video. We're going to be famous. Go on tour. Like, they're, yeah. Joey is, is way out of his element. <laughs> well, he got on a TV show at 12, so yeah. it's going to fuck you up. The point, I found it funny too how Joey has the best reasoning here where Wheels is like, man, I'm already I'm running late here. I got to get home. And, we, and Joey's like, well, you're just going to be more late. What's the big deal? You're already late. Be that is late. very true. <laughs> yeah. And convinces him to stay. And then bad boy logic. It's bad boy. Uh, you know. That's how I lost my virginity. I convinced the girl, <laughs> you're already late. What's five more minutes going to hurt? What's, you know, what's one menstrual cycle missing? <laughs> Being late. <laughs> yeah, she has a kid now. Uh but Joey forgot to record their demo. Not much of a fucking producer here. Yeah, come on, Joey. You're going to get everyone in trouble. Oh, man. I just realized I forgot to record this podcast. <laughs> You're joking because of the Joey <laughs> Jeremiah. That would so, be so funny. I would just go. <laughs> You're just like, I'm leaving. Yeah, no, I would just leave. I ate my lunch. <laughs> also, like, they were talking about, like, parents... Not letting them do stuff. Yeah. And it reminds me of like, you know how in the 60s, parents were constantly like telling their kids to cut their hair? I really wish they'd done that in the 80s because every kid on this goddamn <laughs> yeah. show has the worst haircut and too much I've hair. ever seen. So much mullet, Ugly but it's like Canadian mullet, it. so it's somehow thicker. It's I don't all like know. the hockey hair. Yeah. So when Wheels gets home, he's like totally busted by his parents, like so easily. They just called Joey's house and were like, hey, is Wheels there? She's like, yeah. She's like, okay good. also what a bitch for not telling wheels <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah joey's mom is like oh hey that was weird your mom called didn't want to speak to you pretty much hung up after she got the information exactly also it's so weird calling someone's parents who you've told your kid not to hang out with their kid yeah do you think they That's had a, that conversation you think they so we don't actually want him over there but uh <laughs> yeah, that would yeah be- her parents too he's like we like we like joey too but he's a bad influence on you yeah like, that's just such a, like, we like him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a bit. So they really should be having a conversation with their kid, don't be such a pussy and do whatever Joey says. Yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah that's right. Like, because yeah. they give an example, like, remember when he took you joyriding? Which, the reason that they took out Snake's parents' car was because Wheels had slept into his eye doctor appointment for the third time in a row, and he promised he would go, so Joey said we should drive the car. And Joey drove him in the car to get him there on time. Again, just be late. You're already late. Yeah, so it was essentially Wheels' fault for being late, but Joey tried to... He was aching to drive, take the car for a joyride. Like, he definitely was aching for oh, it. Oh, and that's yeah. like... I mean, they were like young, young too, right? They would yeah. have been in like 7th grade, like 12. Or 8th grade, yes. Or wow. Joey's first time yeah, in 8th grade. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 8th grade. <laughs> I remember there was an episode where they sneak into a strip club too. That's right, they do. Joey's make, a bad influence. They make fake IDs. Yeah, they make Man, it sounds IDs. like Joey is the best guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. If well, you add 10 years to his age, he's the best guy to hang out guy. with. Right now, he's just creepy. Because even at this age where they're like, Joey, he'll he's into anything that walks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know. Anything with legs. Anything with legs, yeah. <laughs> Parents, so unfair. So Parents, then it, yeah. So Wheels so just kind of walks off in a huff again, and it cuts to the next day at school. And this is where I noticed Nancy campaigning for president and Kathleen campa- campaigning for president. Which yeah. one's the cunty one? Kathleen. So she's the one that goes and stands in front of the background yeah. actress. Just so so that like she's directly in front of her, so ever they get hers first. I know I'm campaigning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, man, no wonder your mom drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also Shane... 
uh, who who's the father for to Spike's baby at this point. Too, Spike's just kind of walking in, and you hear Shane go, "Spike, wait up!" and like kind of chases yeah, after I her. I feel like I've seen that scene before when I was a kid. <laughs> Another group of parents that, that were too ugly to reproduce. Yeah, yeah. But no. that was it. They don't follow it up then. Then at first it cuts to Arthur and Yick at school, and I think Arthur was had money out or something like that. Is that what it was this time? He was doing something balling that yeah. made him finally have to admit. Yeah, was he talking he had, about going to s- private school? He had, no, this is where he admitted the private he, this school. This is where he admits it. So he kind of, t- I think he had school. money out and Yick sees him. He's like, hey, what's going on? No, I think he asked where Stephanie was. Yeah, that's it. It and was just, it was, was just, like, how's your sister doing? And he was like, oh, she's in private school now. And yeah. he's like, oh, private school. Isn't that expensive? That was the earlier one. I can't remember what it was. I didn't seem to note it down. Well, this is definitely the time where, where the Asian guy says, yeah. I thought we were friends. Yes, it is that time. He said, I thought I, we were friends. Uh, you know, friends share. He said something like, friends share these inf- these things with each other. Like, yeah, real if friends, we're friends share. I thought we'd tell each other everything. Which yeah. is like, we kind of got into some debate over that. We're like, is that like... I would feel kind of lame if my friend was like, we tell each other everything. It's like, listen, man, this isn't for you to know. Right? I believe the quote yeah. was, if my friend said, hey, friends tell each other everything, I would say, get away from me, homo. <laughs> yeah, that's the only right answer to that. Cause but I, then I countered. Yeah. I was like, well, man, if, I remember like if my friend was talking to a girl who had a thing, I was like, yo, tell me what she said. Did she down? Is she interested? Like that kind of thing. Like, You're my friend here. Hook me up. Let me know what she's like. Yeah, that, exactly. that would be the time. You're like, come if on. If it's about somebody else. Yeah. But you never ask your own friends about their feelings. Yeah, you're right. I guess this is what's going on. Like, yeah. I would, I would just assume like, oh, you got your parents. I guess your parents have more money than I thought they did. I don't know. I didn't really think about things in that so way when I was in grade eight. Yeah. Like I would notice that that yeah. people had better things, and I would was, just be like, "Your parents get you better things." It was That's really, all it is. I had a friend that was from Poland in my later teens, and he told me about how weird Polish kids were with money. Like one day. Uh, in Poland, his grandparents had sent him new Nikes, mm-hmm. and his two best friends came up to him after school and were like, why do you have new shoes? Your old shoes were just as good. And he was like, they were falling apart, though. And they beat him up because he got new shoes. Holy. And wow. I just like, doesn't make any sense to me. So this is a PSA, like, Polish people communism. are bad. communism. <laughs> Everyone equal. <laughs> I don't know why. And then finally, though, Arthur does admit that his mom won the lottery. No, yes. uh, he doesn't even says the lottery. He says, my mom won a lottery. A lottery. Yeah, which I thought was very lottery. strange. And he says to him right before he tells him, he's like, don't say anything to anyone. Immediately upon finding out, Arthur's like, you won the Your mom won a lottery? Like, <laughs> shh. Yeah, classic, classic Ugh. move. Which is the dream. Like, winning the lottery would be over a million dollars yeah and this is 1989 so what is oh, that now oh that's so much that's like 10 million probably. but apparently they're like more sad after more like 2.5 like yeah million. most people well because it's measurable it's like after you make there's like a certain amount of money like making more than 75,000 75 i thought it was 80,000 so anything making 80,000 dollars is like the maximum happiness yeah. that money will give you in eight and in like they a year. actually did another study that as soon as you have more Money than a certain part, you just have more problems. Yeah, it's because yeah. the lifestyle... Was that a study or was that just a Jay-Z song? <laughs> it's I both. Know. I it, think it's both. Well, it's such a lifestyle adjustment. Yeah. And I'm always, I always think, like, man, why do people buy lottery tickets? Like, why? Like, it just seems so stupid to me when I see people in a big, long line to, like, get them things. So I decided to, like, buy, like, a like Cash for Life one. I was like, I'm going to do it. And I noticed from, like, the moment that I bought it till I scratched it, I was just like fantasizing about yeah. winning it. That's, that's what you're yeah. paying for. That's what you're paying for that time. That yeah, that feeling of like I'm gonna be a millionaire. Yeah. And then I then I forgot about it when I got home, and I didn't scratch it until like the next day. It was like in my coat, and I went out for a cigarette at work, and I just kind of like, oh right, I got this, and then scratched it, and I was like, oh. Also, 
if you win the lottery, it's something like 96% of people within a year go bankrupt. It's not within a yeah. year, but it's like within a certain amount of years. It's I a think. year. I, I, it, well, at least year. in America, uh-huh. yeah. this, the documentary that I watched, they followed six people. Mm-hmm. And the last guy had won the lottery three times. And their what? average, yeah, and he went bankrupt within a year each time. It's within because nobody has any business tools. Like, if you think about what yeah. school teaches you about math and numbers and money, it's how to calculate a tip on a check and how to do a checkbook like once in grade seven business school, and then nothing else. Yeah, yeah. There isn't, I guess. Yeah, it's not provided to you, so most people aren't going to be able to handle having a huge influx of cash because they buy a new house, they buy a bunch of cars, then they overextend yeah. themselves and can't handle it because it's too much. I don't know. I want to win the lottery, but I don't want to win the lo- you might yeah, feel like yeah, such a like, loser if you Be like, careful what you wish for. Yeah, kind of yeah thing. Exactly. That's what they always say about that, like free money, it'll it'll ruin your life or whatever. But this is does. also a point in the show that's like it, it's mentioned here, but it doesn't really like come up yeah. that much through other I guess it does. They kinda like call him Rich Boy, I think, at one point. Oh yeah. That's it. I, anyway, so then it then cuts to Spike and Liz looking at pics of, of Spike's baby that she had who was on the season finale, she goes into labor. Mm-hmm. The baby is premature and they're just kinda ooing and aring at her. I, I think there's a couple girls who walk by. They're kinda new to the show this year and it's unclear to me if they're a year older or in the same grade. Yeah. And they're like, Oh my god, I couldn't imagine having a baby at that oh, age. Yeah, they diss her. Yeah, and the and the and the dad gets mad at that. Yeah, he gets for uh, like no reason at all. Cause even if you are the dad or the mother, it's still weird and gross. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think of someone in in grade nine having a baby. Like yeah. that. No one I, as far as I know, no one at my school did. Yeah. I, I knew a girl. Mm. And she had it between grade seven and grade eight. Wow. Yeah, man. That is that's like so close to that's like crazier than Degrassi. Yeah, and you were in Mississippi. You Mississauga kids. It was it was really weird because we were like, where is she? And the teacher was the one who told us. Mm. And he basically, in so many tones, was like, "What a slut!" Oh. Wow, the teacher. He so literally, but he didn't say that. But it was his tone. And she was like, "He." I remember specifically him being like, "She had like a baby," and we were like. She had a baby. A and you she, know, she's like, you remember Catherine from grade eight? She's a slut. Can you imagine <laughs> if your teacher just fucking... It was basically... Just, I remember one of my friends legitimately being upset because he was like, I missed my shot to have sex for the first time. <laughs> oh. I was like, ugh, Mrs. Sock is brutal. It'd be funny if the teacher just came in and was like, hey, everyone, Karen's a slut. Her <laughs> uh-huh. name was Ashley, one of the sluttiest names. Definitely. Ashley's a slut. And so when Shane Shane approaches her, he's like, "Is that Emma?" It's like, "Who? Who do you think?" <laughs> <laughs> really, Shane? No, just another another baby. Just happened to me. Yes, this is Emma. But Spike calls him on. She's like, "Oh, now you're interested." Now he's like, "I want to see her." I was, had to be at camp all summer. My parents said, which I believe him about. I do I think him, yeah. his parents were pretty like hardcore against it. His parents are gonna, dude. You got a girl pregnant. I think your parents would probably just be like, "Okay, just don't hit, like stop." Yeah. Keep Not your be like, go Keep to your camp. Distance. Have a great summer. Yeah. Don't just go and bang her all the time, and then you guys will want to get Oh, they are not banging anymore. It was a one. That's the thing. One time and out. One and oh, out. Man. One and done. Oh, these 14 You know how hard it is shoot, to get pregnant? Like, it's really difficult. It's well, about as difficult. It's because people are trying to do it at our age. But when you're 14, you're that right. shit's ready to fucking Well, there's rock. only, like, it's something like three days a month and, like, six hours of those three days where you're ovulating. It's, no. but it's yeah but, man it's but, it's really hard to get pregnant but there's also studies that show well 
not that they're in love, but the, if you are in love, it's apparently more likely. Like if a girl had orgasms too, it's more likely to yeah. get yeah, pregnant. Yeah, but not but mu- by much. No, it's still only like two or three percent. It's really, really, really statistically difficult to get pregnant. But but I think girls are like at like they're most fertile at very that age very as much well. so. Like if you haven't knocked up a fourteen year old, you're just missing out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's just, just nodding and being like, yeah. It, your, your boys aren't working. That's a fertility <laughs> test. It's a fertility test as a fourteen-year-old girl. Jesus Christ, it's awful. And that kind of it kind of hangs in the air too. It doesn't really answer. It's just like, well, Shane, you got to step up. You want to come over and see him? Come. He's like, I just want to see her. She's like, come change diapers. And, and yeah, you guys wanna, yeah. yeah, you'll uh, see her then. Help so out. then he will. Like, what's the big deal? It's like one of those, you know. How does child? You want to come work? to my house? Yeah, come over then. Sure. <laughs> for like Maybe I will. So how does child support work for fourteen-year-old? It does come up a little in later episodes that Shane is contributing something, but it's like, what is he really contributing? Like he's, he's got, yeah, he's gonna make like oh, forty bucks a week. Is there an episode where he's like, I want to be the father to this baby. I want to take care of it and support it. And yeah. he's like, yes, here's my money. And it's like, you're fourteen. Oh, that's cute. But that's not the the thing that you should have when a dad's stepping up. It shouldn't be, oh, that's cute. It's like, and oh th- man. And I think that's why like he does step up in that way. But then she's he drops the ball on it and he doesn't have Does it. Does he drop the baby? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he probably would. It's probably why he's not allowed to hold it. Uh, no, it gets really dark for Shane. I think he ends up buying concert tickets and says he doesn't have money for her child support that month. But then she finds out that he's going to the concert and she gets mad at him. Riveting future Degrassi episode. So Riveting. it goes to Wheels, Joey, and Snake making plans now to record again. Oh, dear. And Joey's like, hey, man, it'll only take an hour for us to record. Yeah, yeah. And, and he like, doesn't want to disappoint his sweet, sweet parents. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But Joey swears on his parents' grave that it'll only take an hour. He swore on his parents' alive. grave. Yeah. He's like, then, I swear on my mother's grave. And then Snake's like, but your mother's alive. And he's like, it's just a saying. And I'm like, no wonder you failed. Again, they're hinting Uh-oh. at some darkness in this episode. Uh-oh. But Wheels Uh-oh. Wheels decides, okay, well, I'm supposed to go to the movie with my parents tonight. I'll just not go with them, bail on that, and I can sneak over for a bit and record it. What movie do you think they were going to see? 1989. 1989. Ooh, Terminator? So, is that Terminator time? Yeah, that would have been a little... Terminator, I believe, is uh, 90, uh, 88, and then 91 is Terminator 2. Oh, shit. So 89. Good guess. Close. Maybe Batman? Maybe that was FX. 90, though. Was there, was there a movie called FX that was really big with Robert Redford? And there special uh, that sounds e- familiar. I don't know if it was really big. Were they like special <laughs> effects guys? Who it was an action movie with special effects guys or something? Mm-hmm. There was a movie called FX because I remember there was also an FX two, which is what I remember more seeing a th- <laughs> weird yeah. movies from the early nineties. So they agreed to come weird over. Weird science. Maybe they went to see weird, the, weird science. Those yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely there. parents just went to see weird science on their own. <laughs> I feel like they were the gra- the grandparents or like the ones who get frozen in the uh, yeah. closet. <laughs> Remind me of them. Because they were so sweet, though. That's, that's ugly. Part of it. So, yeah, Joey. So, when Wheels is at home, too, before his parents leave, he's just waiting for them to go. And they're kind of guilting him. They're like, What are you going to do at home? And I'm like, like, a 14 like a year old wants watch to go to the TV. movies. Yeah, watch. Yeah. I would much rather be home alone than go with my parents. When I, I bet was there was 14. a take that they had to cut out where, like, What are you going to do at home? Wheels seems like, Jerk off, mom. Get yeah, the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at that time, you really needed your parents to leave for a couple hours to find jerk, out, jerk off material. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, if you want to get on a good channel on the TV, you got to get on those squiggly channels and you want to adjust them a bit try to catch a booby you know like are those girls gone wild infomercials you have like a minute and a half you have a minute and a half to get to to, to to knock it out yeah yeah pre-internet 
jerk off material was like yeah. tough to come by. I remember some Victoria's Secrets catalogs. Yeah. Like having those was like, whoa, I'm <laughs> oh, Victoria's saving Secrets were great. Buddy, I was doing Sears. In oh. my grandmother's house, in the bathroom, downstairs was a nude painting of a woman covered in a towel except for the side of her tit and she saw a little bit of nipple in the in the nape of her butt Classic and her long boob. brown hair my grandfather was a painter and i remember being like 15 being like man i bet so many of my cousins because i was the youngest one have jerked off to this and then i asked my mom about the painting and she was like oh your grandfather was a painter that's your grandmother oh, so for years i was pissing just staring at my naked grandmother <laughs> well say what you really did you were jerking off to your grandmother God damn it. admit it admit it Maybe once. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It's just like it's stuck in there, so sometimes it just like flashes. Just, You're like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'd be funny if the day they told you, they were like, oh, that's your grandmother. No! <laughs> what have I done? Gabby! <laughs> I also noticed when, so when his wheels his parents go, he makes a call over to Joey, and the phone that Joey answers on just looks so old. Yeah. Like it's like a rotary it's, phone yeah. on it's the, the wall. It's the wall rotary phone. I know. That's old. That school. looks like the, the like like it could have been a scene in like a depot in like yeah. the 40s. It was just yeah. so old looking to me. I, I found that really funny. Imagine dial like that. Well, how did people live? I mean, I did dial it's fun. on some it's rotary. Fun, I did too. It was fun. Yeah. You know, it was like, some people would get really fast. But at if you it. had to do a one eight hundred number, your arm would hurt. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so, so much glug 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 glug. I remember the funnest thing too. A lot of them, like on Seinfeld, they would do it too. He would answer it by like hit knocking the thing. You get to answer those phones in really cool ways yeah. when they were on those receivers. Yeah, they had just a really cool feel to it when you like bump the side and like grab. It was cool. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah it was that's cool. the thing I remembered. I unfortunately never them. did that, but I saw it on Seinfeld and I thought that was very cool. <laughs> yeah. So it cuts to uh, Wheels and the Joey and Snake uh, recording their demo. They just finished it and they're listening back and they are super hyped on their one song. Yeah. They got on their one How does it go again, song. Tim? Everybody wants something, so get into gear. <laughs> the digressive <laughs> sensation, the one and only. The zits are here. Da, da, da. Da, da. Okay, you guys are scared. <laughs> <laughs> that was like it was pretty good that you have that memory. Yeah, I've, well, I haven't even seen one episode. That's so. very impressive. With the, I did like a beatbox version of it last week, last week with uh, James Hammond and Brent, Brendan Sobel, and oh, they yeah. both freestyled over it about DeGrassi. Oh God, it both was kind of, of funny. Them are such horrible <laughs> rappers. I would go on it. James Hammond's one of my best friends. I will say, what a horrible rapper. <laughs> Really? Uh, no, he's good. pretty good for good. like a white guy, <laughs> oh. but he's like allergic to something. Like he's allergic to the cold and he's allergic to heat, so it's like really hard for me to take him seriously as a thug. <laughs> he's allergic to the cold and the heat. Yeah, he breaks out in hives if it's like anywhere other than like nice room temperature. It's really frightening. Oh, oh that my sucks. god, that's so sad. He, he shouldn't be a lot. He's been hit by fourteen cars. Sorry, we're getting off topic. I hate yeah, James Hammond, but I love James him. James Hammond is an amazing dude. He's what such a nice great guy. guy. <laughs> he's and such I, a nice guy. So sad that it just sad things keep happening to him. Anyway, let's see. let's finish. Yeah, this, this is when they're really trashing on parents. They're like, yeah, they're really ripping on them. Now. Yeah, they're like, think about parents. Don't take them too seriously. And they're like, you're yeah. spoiled, Joey. Look at all this equipment you have. Which is true. Having like a yeah. a nice reel to reel recorder like that was rare in the eighties. Probably 80s. like yeah. thousands of dollars, right? Probably like, oh, it, and yeah. if it was a thousand dollars, that was a lot of money. That's a lot. All of that stuff costs a lot of money. We take for granted how cheap MP3 shit I, is. Yeah, I remember asking like. People get these, like, hundreds of dollars phones now when they're, like, super young. Like, I remember getting a Nintendo. I had to beg for, like, a ye- for years and to Nintendo, get one. And Nintendo, like, depending on which one, that's, like, $300. Yes. I saw a little yeah. ad for it recently. That's something that, like, hasn't changed. Like, when new consoles come out, they're, like, usually $300. Or they're $400 no. and they drop to $300 well, like, eventually. I, I, like, I think when PS4 first came out, it was 5 
That might be true. And then it dropped to yeah. four. I just recently bought one. But for those like those price points points have stayed like really steady yeah. for a long time in that range. Yeah, three to five hundred dollars. They they keep them low so that because they're not making money off the console, they're making money off the games. I think. Well, probably. So the, that's how the Nintendo lights. does it. That's how Wii does it. They there's like two hundred dollars yeah. for like the Wii yeah. U two fifty, and then they make so much money. But on uh, the games. you have to what, games to release a game on a system. There is like a licensing thing that comes so out to it. So yeah. they definitely like the, the development, all that stuff, right? The game, anyways. I don't know that much about it. I have a loose <laughs> understanding what are you talking of the game about? Market. You're supposed to be obsessed with Degrassi and video games. <laughs> video games, that's too much. I like video games, but I'm not too into obsessed. them. Um, yeah, Snake mentioned that his dad smokes. One time he had a cigarette and his dad freaked out when he yeah. saw him, which is like, do as I say, not as I do. That yeah, yeah. Stuff. Well, they have awful parents, obviously, but this, uh, what is it, Scooter? What's his name? Wheels. Wheels. He has great, his parents are lovely. <laughs> so unattractive. <laughs> Very unattractive, but good people. His good mom people. looks like a pug. And Joey fantasizing <laughs> about moving out at 16. It's just like everything he lists, he's like, oh, no rules. No, you don't have to worry about eating your vegetables. No one bugging bu- talk- about doing laundry. It's like, those are just things you're going to have to do exactly. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like moving out of your own seems great, but it's yeah. just like, no, now you have real life stuff it's to deal with. It's pretty horrible. But, but he still said, like, my mom will do the laundry. <laughs> Uncle Bill on Sundays, I believe that's what he said. Yes. That's what you'll do it. Oh, yeah. There was also one other line they, that... Uh, do you remember what he called him here? I think Snake called Joey something. He said, you... Spoiled brat? No. You liked it. He said, you bozo. Bozo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bozo. Mom will do the laundry. <laughs> Sundays. Yeah, you said that the exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, S- Snake and Wheels take off. Wheels is trying to beat his parents home. Uh, yeah. But when... This is the thing, too. As they're, like, getting closer, they're still continuing their conversation, but the cop car is clearly in view. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's so in view, but they're not looking at it. It's only when they separate uh, they're like, that they're like, they're like oh, oh, cop, cop my par- car. Wheels is like, my parents called the cops? What's going on I here? I know. They, they, yeah, well, the assumption is that the parents called the cops to search for him. Because he was missing. Maybe they went back before the movie started, so I wasn't there. Freaked yeah. out. Yeah. Now, Jay... I was impressed because as soon as you saw the cop car, you guessed what happened. You... His parents are dead! No, no, no. He didn't guess. He said, I hope his parents are dead. <laughs> and that's an awful thing to say. That was more They're of a so hope. so unattractive. But see, we find out his parents are dead. There was a drunk driver. But I'm pretty sure that the albino kid, albino kid's eyes are not very good. He thought it was what's it, the fat kid and his parents. Moved it with his mind. Yeah. Murdered them all. It's okay, possible. I thought you were going to say that they were so ugly that some guy w- who wasn't drunk said, I need to rid the world of that, and just turned into them in traffic. Amish, I'm not that mean. You're rude. But let me, okay. <laughs> you, did you think that was actually what was going to happen, Jay? Uh, I thought that it was a possibility because there was the, that, like, bubcha-looking lady in the front seat with the cop. Yeah. And I was like, what a weird thing for a partner to wear. And so I was like, it's either his mom, but like his mom is so much uglier than his uh-huh. grandmother that I was like, there's a there's a high chance that his parents are dead. But did you really believe it? Did you think that would have been crazy, though, as you were saying? It? I thought it was about 50-50. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I, that's why I was saying I hope. Yeah. yeah. They totally got me. I yeah. thought you were just joking. They and, totally got me. And yeah. that's why like I didn't tell you guys at all because I wanted to, I wanted that to like – and it did. That like, was a bombshell. Even Jay's – like you guys were like, oh. Oh, as it happened, like well, just killed that's such thir- a crazy thing. It's right? Thirteen years old, they killed his mom and dad, and yeah. his mom and dad are so sweet through the whole episode. And he is he going to be friends with Joy Jeremiah now? Still, 
That's a, I mean, well, like what? What would have happened? Why is it Joey's fault? It's not really his fault at all. But as a kid, you would think that it's his fault. Well, because it's your fault that I'm not dead with my parents. Thanks for saving me. Yeah, I guess that's, that's a, true. Yeah, that is the rational. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, nobody knows, right? Like, the, just the world would have been different. Joey's if if Joey didn't tell him to, he probably would have kept his parents. He probably would have kept his, made his parents go a little bit later, or got them to eat ice cream or something, and they wouldn't have got hit by their car. Yeah, I mean, it could have offset everything, I guess, if he went. But if, but although my parents the same way were like, "Come on, we're le- we're leaving, we're going," you know, yeah. they were like kind of gung ho, like. Yeah, but it's, it was on the way back that they died. No, it, that's and that's the thing. When something like horrible happens in your life, you, you re play, you yeah. rerun all those scenarios. If I had just done one, I remember when I ran over a raccoon. On the way home from work, after I hit it, I remember thinking that, like, everything, like, I stopped to talk to this person, yeah. I, yeah. I went this way, I waited, you know, all those things, like, if I had turned, gone a different way, like, you just, you're just a, on a, you're on a crash course your whole um, life for things you don't even see coming. I can't remember what the theory is called, but it has to do with the idea that there's parallel universes and that every decision you make splits farther, yeah. mm-hmm. and so yeah, that like there's another. every decision within that wheelhouse has been made that will lead to certain things. Like, uh, I recently saw, like, a really funny, um, like, actual, like, like drawn comic, and it's, like, a kid and his dad, and they're driving, and then the dad swerves towards something, and then swerves away really quickly, and he's like, what happened? Like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I'm just trying to kill off all the other me's. <laughs> wow. I think about that all the time. That's interesting. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. <laughs> that is the, that's the premise of many a Star Trek episode. So I mean, this this episode ends on like the freeze frame, extreme close up yeah. on Wheel's face, embracing Hugging, his grandmother, embracing his grandmother. That's heavy, man. That's a bombshell episode. I mean, ev- yeah, everything is kind of, like it kind of sets the tone for like Degrassi. Like, oh, you thought things were as things no, were as dark as it could yeah. be? No, we're yeah. taking it further. It's almost like goofy, silly. Like, not it's not that goofy and silly, but it's it's almost like you're throughout the show, people are overly emotional and like overly silly and young, and yeah. then and then your parents died. What? Yeah, and that's your parents what, are dead. That's what the kind of the show kind of did. I think is the whole. It's it's really what I think it's about. It's yeah. like very cheesy and wholesome and and nice for when these actually seriously dark things happen. It's kind yeah. of like oh, because that is kind of kind of what life is like. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I like the way they explain things in a in a term that's realistic. Like for example, when um, spikes baby daddy is like i couldn't come my parents wouldn't let me it wasn't like oh they made me stay home it was like they sent me to camp yeah yeah which seems like something so ridiculous that could happen and when the grandmother's like the drunk driver it wasn't yeah. just like they rolled and went down a hill she, there was like a real reason yeah. that happened driver, yeah that, del- that delivery of the mother grandmother too was so slow she's like they were on the way to the movie and yeah stopped at a red light there was a drunk driver it was actually, you know, pretty good acting from the grandmother, who's on the show a, a fair bit moving forward. Oh, because so, she's well, now she's his de facto mom, mother, essentially. Yeah. This is one thing I want to talk about. If they had life insurance, like when they, she was like, "They're dead." I screamed, "He's rich!" Mm. Because if they have you life did. insurance, I was a piece of shit kid that, like, when I was like fourteen, my parents and I weren't getting along, so I had a lot of questions to annoy them, like, "What's your life insurance policy?" Mm. So I was a little <laughs> asshole. And it's enough money where if I got that amount of money now, like, I don't want my parents to die. I love my parents. My parents are literally probably like five times nicer than wheels parents they're just they were the best parents in the world but <laughs> yeah. that life insurance policies are no joke mm. like that kid is yeah. set for like life basically but he's not in the show like uh he's got no let, let me just say this is the fir- first 
on a long line no. of very serious problems for this character. Really? Whoa, more oh, yeah. bad things happen to him? And for the actor who plays the character in real life, he is the saddest story from What his... happens to Come him? Come on, what well, happens? Comes up a fair amount. So the guy uh, who, who played that character, when he after the show, he never really got into anything. He became a big alcoholic, just kind of drifted around. Um, worked whatever job from here to here, here to there. Um, and about seven years ago, uh, he ended up dying in like a rooming house in Hamilton because he was really bad with his uh, insulin injections. So oh, died Jesus! It's complications, and then also where did he die? Did he, did in, he, in Hamilton. That's the saddest that's part. That's the saddest part. Yeah. Did he go around like belligerent drunk? Like I was on Degrassi. You called me we is it wheels? No, yeah, you I mean, called me wheels, motherfucker. He yeah. wasn't like bummed about it, but he just never really got his life going. Apparently, that sucks. That yeah. sucks. Man. Wheels is a sad story. It's hard being an artist, man. Yeah, you uh, Neil. You know what his, his the actor's name is who plays him? No, you guys don't know. No. Um, uh, why would you know? <laughs> to be honest, that'd be why weird if you know. knew. It's Neil Hope. Oh, that's just kind of Neil sad. Hope. Do you think? Do you guys think that? As the actor, you do you think okay, who's the guy from Batman? Which guy? There's a lot of people. The guy who Batman. died Joker, the guy who played Joker who died? Heath Ledger. Do you think this guy Heath Ledgered himself? Do you think this guy do you think the show was too much drama for him and then he fucking he went off the rails in real life? No, I think he probably grew up in the East End of Toronto, which is shit. So it just like, you know, yeah, fit he, in with everybody else. So he was like the sole breadwinner for his for his family kinda oh. while he was acting. His mom uh he had a tough home life too. His mom was actually an alcoholic, and and like if you guys ever go out to the East End, like I, that's where I mostly dog walk, and it's during the day, so you see a lot of families. Like as soon as you cross the Danforth into in and around that area, East East End is, is sketchy. It's not necessarily sketchy. It's just like the mirror side of Mississauga. Like where I grew up was a lot of happy suburbs, and yeah. there it's just kind of like everything's a lot smaller. There's not as much job opportunity. You're close to downtown, so your kids grow up a lot faster. Oh, and yeah. there's more homeless people. Like I didn't really see a homeless person in my area yeah. ever. Still now, but then like there's a lot of. It's just the East End gets weird. It feels like that. I just I just call it Scarborough. It doesn't really? feel like downtown Toronto. It just feel it feels ghetto or it feels like whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know exactly no. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. It's sad. That so, is rough. So the last thing I would ask you guys about this is what uh, what do you think the lesson in this episode is? I think there's a lesson to this episode. Uh, respect mom and dad. Yeah, I guess. Because they could go anytime. Don't bully albino kids because they'll accidentally kill someone in your school's parents. <laughs> That's a good call. Great that lessons from the call. episode. I yeah. want to thank you guys both for being on. This was uh, Thanks, man. great to have you guys yeah, on no and go problem, over it. Man. And yeah. uh, why don't you guys uh, give your, your Twitters, any, Amish, anything you want to promote here coming up for you? Uh, just looking for love at my dating podcast. Can you can you include a link to it? For Is sure. Cool? Yeah. For sure. It'll be in the info there for this yeah. episode. It's at fadedbrown.com. That's my website, but mm-hmm. it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah, no, we'll yeah. get it there. We'll list it in the thing and everything. Cool. And you've also got uh, Comedy Kapow every comedy Friday. Comedy Kapow every Friday night. I have a show, live comedy show in Toronto at 120 Church Street. It's a killer show. It's packed every week. And then there's karaoke right after yeah, that's probably one of that's I think the you know best show on Friday night there. It's gotta be. And there you it's go. A killer so check show. that out in Toronto and Thanks, at Twitter at uh, Fade to Brown. There you go. Jay, you got anything coming up you want to promote? Uh, 
I really should have looked at my calendar before mm-hmm. coming over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have some shows coming up, but you can just uh, follow me at J to the Freeborn on Twitter, and I normally post stuff like that. Also, check out my podcast, uh, Back to Degrassi with J Freeborn. <laughs> it's a really good podcast. <laughs> we talk about me never have seen Degrassi before. Um, Are you not going to have a podcast called Born Free? <laughs> J Freeborn. I don't have a podcast. I really should do something. I don't really have like a good topic. You could born free, born free just, with just Jay Freeborn. Pl- play the play like a, a really like a like a really good guitar, southern guitar. rock song, and yeah. I like go into the history of slavery. <laughs> born free. No, I mean no. You're going real freedom. I'm talking about freedom from like the shackles of society, man. <laughs> Don't let cues. the man tell you what to do, man. Like that kind of freeborn. <laughs> Well, this has been awesome, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks on a lot. On Back to Degrassi. Da, 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 da.